today. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? Right, so here's another one. How hot is it in the studio? <laughs> That's uh-huh. not a topic of conversation. That is, in the studio. That is not the what topic. What books are you reading? I'm actually reading like four right now. Do you do that? I right, used well, let's, to. Actually, let's have this I on used the show. to do that. Right, let's have this on the show. That's gonna. That's okay. We. I need a little bit more organization. Than I this. have Greg's eyes. Ask watches. How hot is it in the studio? And what books are you reading? That's gonna be our intro. No, that's not the intro. Um, we could do the whole show in song, as Chris suggested. I think it's a fine idea. You're, I do. No. Yeah, we could do that. Um, your See. tune is off a little today. Oh, my tune is not off a little. You seem a little off. You're just hot and angry. Oh, we never played my Smurf hot song. Hot and bothered. We never played my Smurf song. I don't know how to incorporate Smurfing your Smurf song. song. Smurfing I don't know, sing song. I don't know how to incorporate your, your Smurf song. Smurfing sing song. Um, <clears throat> all right. Here's... Greg's eye. The only people that know about the eye are you guys in the live chat. I didn't talk about it on the show because <laughs> I wanted to hide my shame. Uh, ever broadcast from the building roof? We can't from this one. Boy, that was fun. We did used to do that. I forgot. That was fun. That was awesome. Re- rooftop recordings. Um, show topic. Studio's hot. Greg's annoying. Sarah's angry. <laughs> Wait, what's that? Sarah watching bad TV. So. Oh, yeah. I'm still powering through fucking party of five. Jesus. That's why are you co- Because so I have to. I have to finish it because I have to finish it right now. Uh, Julia Salinger is with her abusive boyfriend, Ned. Um, oh, Ned. Ned is the most, the, that's the least terrifying name for an abusive boyfriend. It really is. She's yeah. like, Ned, don't hit me. I'm like, okay, why does his name have to be Ned? Okay. What is happening with Ned? <laughs> we don't like, need to do a show, apparently. And then she's trying to just be all like, and like, she's like, oh, Ned. I'm like, I'm sorry. If your name is Ned and you listen to this show, I think that you're a sexy Ned, but this guy's not a sexy Ned. You don't need to watch it. Mm-hmm. I know. I have to. You know, it's one of my things. All right. You know I'm slightly obsessive compulsive. If I start something, I have to finish slightly. it. Slightly, just a teensy tiny bit. Just a little, a teensy tiny bit. bit in there. No, and so I have to finish. I just have to. I have to finish it, or else it will drive me crazy. I can't explain it. I can't just stop watching it. I can't do it. I'm sorry. Can't do it. Well, I mean, you're you're doing it to yourself. Nobody's making you do this. That's that's the thing to keep in mind. Um, <clears throat> do I all right. shut the window behind you in case a truck comes? We need to close that door. How about door. you shut the window, I'll shut the door. 50-50. Let me, let me sketch out how we're doing the show I here. I already put the list. That's I'm not... I'm Sasquatches. We will talk about my eye. God damn it. I didn't want to talk about my eye. A celebration to last the... Nobody can see your dancing except for me, and I've seen it already, so it's not as impressive as... <laughs> it's quite the dance. It is quite the dance. Um... <clears throat> Ooh, meth heads, Russian gangsters, and ghosts. Huh. And have a good time. Come on. Okay. Celebration. It's time to come <laughs> together. Yeah, we need to be uh, broadcasting live more uh, on video. That is that is a very true point. Uh, and we'll make that a. See, Cammy said we've got something like exciting we can't announce yet, but I have to pee. Oh, my God. Really? I'm sorry. I've been drinking a lot of water. <laughs> okay. Greg, the ringmaster. Oh, I have talked about being a ringmaster before. I would love to be a ringmaster. Like, I wouldn't want to be one at some circus, you know, where animals are hurt or whatever. But if I could just, like, be a ringmaster for, like, a people circus, that would be awesome. Because all I would do, I-, I could, like, command things. I get to wear flowy shirts. I get to wear capes. I get to carry a cane around. I get to boss people around but also they have to like kind of bow down to me too because I'm the ringmaster and so when I'm doing that you know I could run around um I would hire like oh man do you have to run pickpockets if I do that because I don't want to pickpocket people but I feel like if you're going to be a ringmaster you have to pickpocket people and so you would need to you would need to have somebody doing that and then I would insert myself into all the sketches what? What are you talking about? Inserting talking about uh, Abby thinks I should be a ringmaster. I think that would be a great idea. Oh, no, Abby. Well, you're small. Aren't they small? Uh, I think ringmasters are small. 
Yeah, they're like little guys. No. Okay, we're gonna start with Ringmaster. Oh um, boy. And then and then we'll take a we'll take a list from, yeah, a crowdsourced show. Oh, oh man, this could be awesome. Now that the circuses are changing. Okay. All mm, right. Here we go. Uh, let me let me get this. Let in me here. test my We also need to get this. a real good uh, next adventure ad. Okay. Yeah, a real good one. Okay. Real solid one. Reggie was a little lonely, tired of being the one and only, so he thought he'd make some little friends. He waved his wand up in the air, and all at once they were all there, a crowd of little men, all white and blue. They said, we need a place to live, so with a smile he said, I'll give you somewhere you can live your whole life through. Asking why you do this? I love this song. I'm not joking. I think it's very well produced. It's oh, strange your your obsession. My uh, my niece loved this. She was just clapping along the whole time because she's one of us. <laughs> Sound very nice. It sounds kind of sad. Smurfing mead. You are absolutely right, Brady. Ready, everybody? Flying through subscription cancel. Subscription gift. <laughs> I can't be the only person that likes this. Does anybody else like this song? <laughs> there was Smurfette, but there Gargamel made Smurfette to try to Smurfette fuck with was the Gargamel's Smurfs. evil spy. Well yeah, she was there to fuck with the Smurfs. And then there's another, there's another female Smurf too. Okay, that's that's enough. When we were on the ferry, when uh, when we had uh, just gotten ready to load back into the cars because uh, we were getting to Bremerton, my sister and I were playing this for Eloise, and she was crying. And then as soon as we started playing this, she started smiling and like humming along to it and clapping. I'm like, oh, you are such a weirdo like us, because my sister and I both love it. It's a weird family you got there. Oh, it's a very it's a family of weirdos. No, Alex, I, I did not them. like the small world. Right, I got stuck in it once for like an hour. My with my parents and my sister and I, we got what, stuck in it's a small world. Oh yeah, yeah, on one of the rides, and like it wouldn't like the music kept playing, and we were stuck in there for at yeah, least a half hour. Yeah, that is a particularly creepy, yeah. creepy ride. All right, Greg, did you did you put the list together, <clears> Greg? I put a list together. How does that list feel to you, Greg? We're going to go off of this right now. Okay, We're Greg. We're just going to try to make a show happen here. All right, Greg. Let's a make show. a show happen, Greg. We're going to make a show happen. Greg, let's make a show happen, Greg. All right. Let me take a little, another little sip take of little, coffee. Take a little nip of your coffee there. All right. Can we turn on the heater? It's a little cold in here. Oh, my God. You and You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Fun Employment Radio Network.
I think it's an absolutely brilliant idea. One, we're in the right city for it. Mm-hmm. Two, I am clearly the right person for this job. I get to wear a flowy shirt. I get to wear a cape. And I get to walk around with like a wand or like I don't a think cane you wear thing. a flowy shirt. I think you wear like a suit. No, I, not how you I do wear, it. You definitely wear a cape, but I think you wear a suit. I'm wearing a flowy shirt. Nobody wants to see your a chest. A flowy shirt's going to be half unbuttoned. I mean, I Are you going to be wearing a shirt be, underneath it? Maybe, maybe not. Gross. People have to come to see. They pay to see the show. They, and then, you know, there's a people circus that happens behind me. But that's that's the other side of it. No. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. And uh, we got a lot of stuff we're going to get to today. I do want to give a, a big thank you to everybody who goes to our website, funemploymentradio.com, and clicks on the Hotels.com link right there at the site. Wow, Greg, we have Expedia really it up. or Hotels.com, either one, however you're going to book. I actually did it yesterday because I booked my parents a room here in town for when they come to uh, see Neil Diamond. Oh, I am going to see Neil Diamond in Seattle. Yes, this is in Portland. Mm-hmm. And so that is uh, why I booked the booked the hotel That is so here. convenient. So all you had to do was go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Hotels.com link. Yes. That's, that's, that's all easy. I did. That's, that's so all much I did. easier than just going straight to it. They gave me a great a great deal on it, and the best way to do that is to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the link from there, awesome. and then you get the best deal. That's so great. anyway, thank you uh, to everybody else who's been doing that for your travel needs, your vacation desires. That's weird. So um, yeah, <laughs> I've had a lot of coffee today. So we have a lot of things to get to, but... Uh, before we started the show, you know, we did say that we broadcast live, and that's one of the great things about this. You know, the podcast goes up afterward, but if you're a live subscriber, you get to join in on a live chat, and, uh, so and much fun. you get the archives, <laughs> and we have exclusive stuff. And Sarah started trying to crowdsource some ideas today well, for topics. Well, because you were being spastic, because as you said, you had a lot of coffee, and Here we were in meetings up until, like, the very beginning. You're like, oh, what are we going to talk about? Because if you don't know, you might not hear it. I don't know if we reference it on the live show or on the podcast. But on the live show, Greg is constantly talking about his lists. Yeah, I make a list. a list. I make a list, and, and then I tie the whole show together. he's obsessed with his list. So, like, we do uh, – a lot of people, like, ask if we, like, write things out or anything about the show, which we don't. What we do is we have bullet points. Like, we'll be like, all right, well, we'll hit this thing at some point. You know, World of Crazy Ball Talk, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But we do it – So, the, but it's all kind of in a list form, so that way we know, like, where, where to go to next. I need a – yeah, I need a list, you know, and then I'll stitch it together. You know, we'll stitch it together. So it's we'll not go an overly off, detailed but... list. It's just like a, a, a couple words, but yeah, you know, it's just in order. But I gotta have my list. But Greg has to have his list, or I else do, I do need my list. It's like his, it's like his binky or something. He has to have it in no. order to get through. And then the show. you know, if things get too far off the rails. I can look back and be like, oh. We need to be right there. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's how that go. works. So uh, we were getting dangerously close to the showtime starting, and uh, Greg still didn't have his list. And he was, we have like other things we wanted to talk about, but he needs his thing, his thing for the Gotta list. Gotta have my list. Gotta have, so, I, uh, so I decided, I'm like, hey, well, I have a bunch of friends in the live chat right now. Why don't I see what they want to talk about? So I put together a little list from them about uh-huh. topics we should talk about. Yeah. So maybe we should go back to those after. We get hit the first uh, bullet no, point this, on Greg's what, list for this, this was This was an idea that was brought up in the chat by Abby about maybe I should become a ringmaster. And the more I thought about it, you know, it's like, what is what is a ringmaster? Ringmaster is going to be in charge of someone. You know, they're revered. People look up to them. And I was I thinking about... I they were kind of like... Uh, no, like, they're, they're, like, they're respected, but they're kind of uh, idiotic. Well, no, they're or not like whimsical, no. but in like a weird way. No, I don't know. They're awesome. So I was thinking about this, and uh, the perfect thing for a new thing to do because you saw that uh, Ringling Brothers and Bartleman and Bailey Circus or whatever that's they finished, like it's done, it's out of business now. I think that's a lot of the, like the animal thing. So I don't want to really bring the animals into it. Although I may have a couple of, oh, I may have a couple of animals, but I treat them very nicely. Uh, but. But I was thinking about, about this, like, more of, like, a people circus kind of thing. It's the perfect time to bring that back. You know, you got, like, acrobats and stuff like that. And some of it's going on, but I don't think as good as what I could do if I were a ringmaster. Do you even know? What, what do you think is entailed with being a ringmaster? Good question. Here's what I think happens. So the ringmaster, you know, walks out there with my flowy shirt. It's got to be a really flowy, billowy shirt with a cape. And with, what, like, what is with you and the billowy shirts? Uh, I love billowy shirts. Nobody like, looks good in billowy. I mean, m- maybe a couple people look good in billowy shirts. Mm, billowy shirts are pretty amazing, quite honestly. Let's just, let's just be honest with that. I mean, everybody loves billowy shirts. And I think the way that I would wear it, like half unbuttoned. Every time I think of you in a billowy shirt, I think of that... Um 
uh, when we went to the soapbox derby like eight years ago or something, and mm-hmm. you were there and you just like hiked up the back hills of Mount Tabor to try and get there, and you're completely sweaty with your big flowy white shirt walking yeah. around. You're like, I'm in my flowy shirt. I'm like, you look like a crazy person that just emerged from the bushes. No, I, I was walking up. Yes, I fell down a few times when that happened. Uh-huh. I tried to walk up the side of the hill and I fell down a few times and By I had a white billowy shirt. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I tried to take a shortcut and it was not a wise decision on my part. Yes. I'm not saying like that. I'm saying with the with the white billowy shirt, you know, and then a, a cape because I get to wear a cape in public. I get to have like a little cane wand thing because they like wave. You know, you got to walk around with that. And like, a cane wand? Yeah, you know, and people follow you around when you have your little wand. And so I would go down there, you know, into the when the when the circus starts, like everybody's excited. Like there's there's all this like anticipation of what's going to happen. Like the lights go down, and then boom, a puff of smoke, and then I fly in from the top. You know, because I'll be on, uh, like, cords or something like that. So they'll fly me down with my cape flowing behind me. I'll be like, welcome to the people's circus. <laughs> and then, boom, another puff Are of smoke. Are you supposed to be, like, scary? Are you, like, a vampire? Um, you kind of sound like you're talking like a vampire. Yeah, I mean, no, not really vampire-like. I mean, I'm just, like, I'm a mystery. Like, people don't know what they're getting, but yet they're strangely attracted they to it. They get a strong, uh, like, a strange little... Guy in a billowy shirt behind puffs of smoke that kind of sounds yeah, like a vampire. I f- yeah, and I fly through because I'm on the little cord things, and they fly me over the crowd. I'm like, would you make like the zooming sound? Like, <laughs> I might make some zooming sounds, mm-hmm. you know. And as I'm as I'm doing this, you know, they fly me down, and then I land in the center of it, and then everybody applauds, those, like, like the upside down, like. Bowl things, upside down bowl things, like the like the ringmaster. Don't they stand on like a platform? Like oh yeah, I'll have like my bully things? pulpit. Yeah, I'll have that. Your what pulpit? Well, my my you know my pulpit. So I'll be I'll be up there, you know I'll land on the pulpit and everybody will cheer and cheer and cheer and then I'll be like, but no, this is not just I that is here to perform for you, you know. And then I'll 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 kind of do like a little shimmy, off to the side, and then I'll bring out you know the people, my people who are part of the people circus. That do like flips and stuff, and like a whole bunch of them will run around Good, in front so of me. It's people circus, it's not animals. No, no, I just said I'm not going to do the animals. Good. Like I may have like one animal that's like my buddy. Okay, that's a, but you're not making it like no, like my pet. Going to hang out with you? No, it's just going to hang out and look badass. Wear like a little top hat too. I'm probably going to have a monkey. Let's be honest. I'm going to okay. have a helper monkey. Okay. I will treat the helper monkey very, very nice. As if it was your own child, you'll change its diapers and everything. Yeah, fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's going to be my buddy. My buddy, the monkey, goes everywhere I go. So I forgot about him. Yeah, we'll have a monkey that hangs out with me. Um, I don't know what his name will be. I'm thinking Elliot for some reason. I don't know why. It's I just dapper, think Elliot. It's a dapper monkey. Elliot the monkey. Yes, Elliot the monkey. That would be better. So... So, you know, then the people circus goes on and blah, blah, and they do their flips and whatever they do, you know, and then I come back out and everybody cheers again. And we could go from city to city, you know, kind of bringing back, reviving the idea of a circus, but making it more, um, you know, adapting it to the modern age. So it's just a people circus. And I'm the ringmaster. And then everywhere I go, they're like, oh, the ringmaster is here. Oh, the ringmaster. Do you wear a pinky ring? Desires. Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to be honest. Probably a pinky ring with a big red, like, jewel on it. Something like that, you know, something real classy. And I would need to grow mutton chops, too. I would have mutton chops. That would be a big part of my facial look. Uh, yeah, but I think, I think I would do really well at this. I think somebody needs to bring the circus back just in a more, you know, non-herdy animal way. Okay. And that's, that's what I'm going for. People, whatever. You're bringing circus, people circus back. Yeah, I'm bringing, I'm bringing back the people circus. And I would be the ringmaster. I think it's a wonderful idea. And uh, I think now in these trying times, more than ever, we need to be entertained by the ringmaster and his people circus. Ooh. And that's what it is. Oh, did you hear the ringmaster and his people circus is coming to town? You know, okay, I he's talking people, people circus. That just doesn't sound this is like a like a happy, like a mm. jovial phrase for like probably a horrible actual thing. There are, oh, well maybe. There are questions being asked in the chat about uh, the about ringmaster. Your people his, circus? About my people circus. And so um Nipple says, is this like a sexy circus? What do the people do? Good question. I mean, part of that, you got to pay the fare, you know, if you want to know what all goes on. But like I said, they do a lot of flips and like uh, somersaults and they like jump up and down off of like, like poles and stuff and like swing around things. And, okay. and there's, uh, there's a person who uh, like climbs a, like, a, like a jungle gym kind of looking thing. You know, there's all kinds of stuff that happens. It's, it's going to be very entertaining. Just trust me. It's going to be very entertaining okay. what these people do. Um, there's a guy in a, uh, like a suit, a weird suit that walks out and it's like, and he walks on all fours, like, and, uh, there's one of those guys. Um, there's a dude on a motorcycle that, that swings through. This sounds, 
pretty similar to your um, Greg of All Trades show. Greg of All Trades is my solo show. I don't need anybody else in my Greg of All Trades show unless I specifically hire them. This is the People Circus. This is the Ringmaster and his People Circus. Okay. No, Greg of All Trades. That's a different. That's a different thing altogether. That's my. That's my one man Vegas show. Um, occasional actors, you know, I may hire for for side roles. Uh, that's a whole different thing. This the ringmaster and his people circus is in a big tent, you know, one of those kinds of deals. Do you have Do you have another question for it? Uh, no, but I do have all of the the list of other things that people wanted to okay talk about. Okay, all right. I mean, unless you wanted to talk more about your billowy shirt and your ringmaster, the billowy shirt is a key component of it. Um, I really feel like this should be my billowy shirt uh, summer. Like I think maybe I should start no. bringing back my billowy shirts. Why do you think they're so bad? Because they don't look good on you. They do. I'm just do. being honest. I'm Why do they not honest. look good on they me? They just don't. What do you mean? You're just not the. It just doesn't work for you. What do you mean it I'm doesn't glad work? It makes you happy, but I mean, I just don't want you to trick yourself into thinking that you. I look amazing in them. Look amazing in them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, number one, who doesn't like a guy in a billowy shirt? I mean, it's like instantly that's the cool person. I would probably cross the street if I see someone walking on the street with a billowy shirt. I mean, and by billowy shirt, let me explain. It's okay, like yeah, usually... because billowy shirt, I, I mostly add like a, a, a tribute to like most of the crackheads in my neighborhood <laughs> walk down the street and they either have like, you know, they have some sort of shopping cart they're pushing or they have like yeah. a bike tire that they're carrying and they have a completely open shirt, billowy. Yeah, a button-up shirt, short sleeve, but you keep it all unbuttoned so it billows that's, behind you. That's most of the most of the. It's almost like a cape. It's like a, like an urban cape. I don't ever see a normal person walking around with a wide open that billowy sucks. shirt. I love billowy shirts. I mean, what I would wear... You know, I wear a T-shirt underneath. It's not like I'm going shirtless underneath that. But then you have the billowy shirt. It flows behind you. It feels good. It looks classy. It's kind of like you have a cape, but you don't. I just think that's really people are missing out on the on the excitement of the billowy shirt. Combine that with some cargo shorts, sandals, bam, summer outfit set. Okay. That's what I think. That's how I think it should should be. But, I mean, I you know, whatever. I am kind of a trendsetter. So I think this could I think this could work. So regardless, though, the billowy shirt and my my uh, ringmaster thing would really work work out very well. Okay, what were some other uh, questions that you had, sir? Um, Let's see. Or comments that people. What I was asking uh, some folks in the chat earlier today when you were trying to put together your list, can we please, for the love of God, move away from the ringmaster thing? Mm, Yeah. Uh, People are asking. So somebody wanted to know how your eye was doing, Greg. (laughs) I did not talk about my eye on the podcast. That was talked about before for exclusive. All right. I did not want to talk about this or bring this up. On Friday morning, this last Friday morning, I woke up with a swollen left eyelid just out of nowhere. Wake up. Bam. There it is. Looks like I got punched in the eye or something because I got a sty. Oh. I got a sty. And I was not thrilled about it because um, I am on camera a lot. I enjoyed that. I enjoy my jobs doing that. Um, doesn't look good when you look when it looks like you've been punched in the eye. And I had to like cover it up and try to make my way through it. So, uh, yeah, the it's better now. It's much better now. You you probably wouldn't be able to tell right now. It's uh, still there. It's it's gone down quite a bit. Like my eyelids, it's still a little bit puffy. I I know. But it's gone down, yeah. That's it's some bullshit right there. You had one for just... Mine lasted for like a week. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Then why are you mad at me for that? Because that's not cool, man. It's not cool that I didn't suffer for a week out of this thing? Yes. <sighs> well, I mean, I'm just saying. It's it's mostly gone away now. So I'm doing well. Thank you to answer that question. Oh, what else? What else do we have, sir? Oh, let's see. It's being asked um, here. Um, Sasquatches. Yeah. Do you have any? Them? Do you have any like new new updates or anything? Any new Sasquatch news going around? No, I haven't heard a lot. The word on the streets, um, as but far it, as Sasquatches, mm-hmm. I haven't heard a lot. The heat that's been going on in Oregon right now isn't conducive to a lot of Sasquatch sightings. They tend to hunker down during the day. While that's going on, they like to um, they go to their burrows and different places to cool off. So there's not going to be a lot of Sasquatch sightings. It's actually a good time, a safer time, to go out into the woods. Uh, just because there's less of them around. However, night is very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Nighttime is very dangerous mm-hmm, since they sure. can't come out during the they day. They want to make you your, their forest wives. Well, forest forest wifing does happen. I mean, that's a rarity, 
but it does happen occasionally and Sasquatch will will want to forest wife someone. But I don't think it's something that you really need to spend your days concerned with. Just okay. be aware. Be aware. Be aware. Yeah. Uh, next question is, uh, how hot is it in the studio? Oh, my God. We are not talking about the weather in the studio. It's not too terrible right now. Okay. Greg right. just gave the little, he just gave me the, all right, move it along finger. All right. Next up, uh, what books are you reading? If we are, which I am actually reading a couple books right now. Yeah. I'm reading, uh, I'm rereading Lullaby by uh-huh. uh, Chuck Palahniuk. I am also reading um, Before I Say Goodbye, which is a Mary Higgins Clark book because How I'm many a books are you 65 year old woman. How many books are you reading at one time? Uh, well, I'm also partway reading um, George Orwell's 1984. I'm halfway through that one as well. I'm also reading um, The Secret History of Twin Peaks by Mark Frost. You're I'm reading all of these. Yeah, because it depends on my mood. Yeah. Because I'll start, like, if, if I mean, like, I can understand like, that. Like, for example, I read, like, the Mary Higgins Clark book uh, before I go to sleep. Like, because yeah. I like that, because that's like, a good, like, light. yeah, uh, if I'm going out for a bike ride and I want to sit at the waterfront, I'll read some Chuck Palahniuk. If I'm reading 1984, I might go to, like, that's... one of my favorite coffee shops. I know. I know. That's so cliche. I know that's, I'm I mean, so sorry, cliche. Just when you go for a bike ride down to the waterfront of Portland, you read your Chuck Palahniuk book? Well, I don't let anyone see that it's my Chuck Palahniuk book. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. He's a great author. I just think it's really... Yeah, I say it around my neighborhood all the time. That's about the most Portlandy thing Gosh, you okay, could possibly Okay, that's enough. Do. I don't let anyone see that's what it is. <laughs> and, there's nothing wrong with it either. All right, so those are the books I'm reading. What are you reading? Uh, I'm just still I'm still reading on the Dark Tower. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Dark Tower series. So okay. I'm on book number two right now. Because mm-hmm. I'm trying to get through them. At least caught up on a lot of them before this the the movie comes out, and I've read them all before a long time ago, but I don't remember much. I mean, it's been it's been a long time since I've read them, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like a whole new thing for me. Like every, every little things seem familiar, but it's uh it's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, yeah, all right, yes. Uh, another person's asking why Sarah, do you continue to watch Party of Five if you hate it? Sarah, would you care to address that situation? I can't stop watching Party of Five. I just, I'm, I've just committed. I don't like any of the characters. They're mm-hmm. all unlikable, mm-hmm. extremely unlikable. Yeah. Um, I'm in season five. I'm toward the end of season five. Party of Five. To refresh anybody, what uh, who doesn't know what's Party of Five about? Party so? of Five was a show in the '90s that was kind of. I think it came on before 90210 or after, after. 90210 before Melrose Place. Yeah, that's probably. I think about that right. was it. Yeah, it was 90210. Yeah. Um, Party of Five, Melrose Place. So basically, Party of Five is uh, these five kids who are orphaned after their kids uh, mm. after their parents are killed in a car accident. The oldest uh, being Charlie, who's like 23 at the time. He becomes um, like the guardian of all of these kids, and it's basically like them trying to make their way in the world. You know, mm-hmm. parentless and living in San- in the mean streets of San Francisco. Although they aren't in the mean streets, they're in like a nice house in San Francisco, and it's. It's good. As I recall, yeah, they're basically in like a multi-million dollar house. Yeah, they're in like a huge, nice yeah. San Francisco house. And Just like the like, poor people in the apartments in Friends. Like, like they're exactly. tiny, barely getting by apartments. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, and it's just a show, and it, you know, it's very cliche 90s. It has, you know, <laughs> I don't know anyone, even when Party of Five was on, that was as obsessed as you are with I'm it not now. obsessed. I just, you don't understand. Have you, did you not just say that you can't stop watching Okay, it? there's a difference between obsessed and maybe having... Having a little like uh, I, I've talked to my friend Cami about this is in the chat too. Like when I start something, especially like something like a television show or like a book, for example. Like even though I'm reading like four books right now, like I will finish all of them. Mm-hmm. I have to finish it if I start. You it. don't have to. I but I have to. What would happen if you tried to stop watching it? I can't. I just need to finish it. Yeah, but what happens if you just I mean, if, don't? If something happens and if like they take it off of Netflix and I can't finish it, then that's that. You're not going to go like buy the box exactly. set or something. Exactly. But if it's there. You have to do it. I, I have to complete it. It's like I can't. I, I'm a completist. I, I want to do it. And is there any kind of television series that you don't complete, or it's just you? You make made up your mind. I'm going to watch all of Party of Five, and you're going to stick this. Well, because to the I end. just know that it's yeah. How I, many episodes are there? Like how many seasons? There's six. Six seasons. How many episodes per season? Like twenty. Oh, it's the long four. seasons. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Six I've seasons been, of 24 episodes? It's 124, 6, 144. 144 hour-long episodes of Party of Five. How on earth did they stretch that series that long? Dude, with a lot of shitty filler content. Like right now, oh, there's, you know, there are cancer storylines. There's abusive uh, relationship storylines. People that get pregnant, people that can't get pregnant. People that, you know, cheat on each other. It's just so much drama. 
You're going to watch 144 I've, I'm already in it. 44 hours of your life. I'm already past 100 hours. I'm like It's taken up with Party of 5. Yeah. Wow. I, yeah. Okay. I just I, I just have to finish and then I'll never have to watch it again. Then it'll be done. Cuz I think it's one of those one those shows too that I always wanted to watch when I was a kid and my parents wouldn't let me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So Yeah, so I'm finishing that. <sighs> so, the long story short, long story long, Yes, I'm going to keep watching it, and I don't know how to explain it to you. I just have to finish it. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, your obsession is strong, and mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that. I uh, I appreciate that you 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 are a completist. Mm-hmm. You're a completist when it comes to these things. I can start a series and quit it, and then they come back to it another time. Like, I'm still watching The Expanse, but uh, and I'd like it, but I'll leave it for like a month, and then I'll come back to it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm just not going to upset me if I don't, if I don't follow it along. But mm-hmm. all right. Okay. All right, well, those were some of the questions that I grabbed. Okay, well, that's wonderful. That's part of the live chat, uh, answering questions, crowdsourcing a, a show today. So uh, should we do some World of Crazy? Oh, boy. Do you I have some just, World of Crazy? Just putting this all on me. Oh, yeah. just I'm just throwing it to you right there. Just yeah, I know. throwing you under the bus, sir. You well, are. we could talk about some other things. I mean, I could discuss uh, the more finer points of The Expanse, if you would like to. No, thank you. The Expanse if it is a series set. No, thank you. In the future, a few hundred years in the future, I can't remember the exact year, but a few hundred years, humans have mastered spaceflight. Mars has become basically its own Oh my god, Greg, do you hear this music? This is my turn. World, Earth and Mars are on the brink of war. Then you also have the Belters. The Belters are the people who live on the asteroid belts. But when they grow up there, since the gravity's so, uh, there's just not enough gravity, so their spines, they have to fuse their spines to (sighs) give them more strength. And Earth's done? gravity is painful to them if they were to come to Earth. It's a great show. It's a really good show. With that description? Mm. And they're on the birth of war. The brink of war. Birth of war. Brink. Have you had too much coffee? Uh, I'm right at that point. Yeah. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up. Summertime is, well, it's technically here, although it's kind of a smattering here in Portland. But with the summer comes swimming pool time. Oh. And there is a warning. Now, if you are going to be partaking in a summer dip inside of a public pool. Okay. Because health officials are now warning that outbreaks of diarrhea are now tripling. Because people are swallowing pool water full of parasites. Who's swallowing pool water? You accidentally swallow pool water. Like, if you jump in, you get some in your mouth. Like, you're not, like, gulping it, but some of it gets into your mouth. and then. But when is this becoming such a huge epidemic? Well, Either, I mean, there's says, two things here. Either more people are swallowing pool water for some reason, or more people are defecating in pools. No, they're what's, not what's, defecating. What's the trend here? What's All right, changing? so it says, it says diarrhea outbreaks are uh, linked to swimming pools are on the rise in the U.S. So this is a particular parasite named Cryptosporium, or it's called Crypto for short. It's difficult to kill and has caused at least 32 outbreaks in swimming pools or water parks uh, in 2016 compared with just 10 in 2014. Uh, oh, see, I told you it tripled, Greg. It's tripling. yeah. yeah. So it's the most common cause of uh, stomach problem outbreaks linked with swimming facilities because it can survive up to 10 days in chlorinated water. Oh, damn. So What's the point affected- of chlorine then? I know. I don't know, Greg. Um, well, it does say... As somebody who's getting ready to go to Mexico and swim in a pool with a bunch of other... But there aren't children. ...drunk adults. Yeah, well, yeah, it's true. There's not children. Oh, but- God, because we're going to a swingers resort. I keep forgetting that. It's not a swingers resort. It's just adults only. I just booked, booked us all in adults only. Seriously, place. I was working yesterday and someone came up uh, and I was talking to someone. They're like, but so seriously, is it a swingers resort? I'm like, seriously, I don't know. I like, I. Uh, my my brother is actually going there, I think, r- as we speak. He's going, what, to the resort? Yeah, he's going to that same one, him him and his really? uh, fiance. Yeah, they had booked the same place. And I asked him, I, I asked him, I'm like, dude, did you recommend a swingers resort? He's like, no, I don't think so, but I guess I'm, gonna, I'm about to find out, so. I'll know in about a week when he gets back. Oh, boy. What we're in store for. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully we're not in store for crypto. Keep your mouth closed when you're in the Yeah, I'd rather it be a swingers resort than a pooping resort. Okay. Well, speaking of pooping. Yes. Story out of Florida. Mm-hmm. A Florida man by the name of Dimitri- uh, Demetrius Vidal. Demetrius Vidal. My name is Demetrius Vidal. 
24 years young, was arrested this past week in connection with a shooting that took place. Nobody was murdered or injured. Uh, so he was, no, I guess so someone was injured. He was accused of robbing a club, or a fellow club goer who was expected to recover. So this is what happened. So he, imad- he uh, managed to elude capture until the next day where he was apprehended while driving to Fort Lauderdale. Now uh, he's been charged with attempted first-degree murder and uh, amongst other things because this is what he decided to do. So after they got him into custody, which, you know, he's arrested at this point. Yeah. Like, why make stuff worse for yeah, yourself? Yeah, it's, it's done. It's done. You're caught. Well, uh, when they pulled him over, they served him a search warrant to get his DNA in order to match him to the crime scene, which they were able to do. Uh, so uh, he refused to let officers take his picture, fingerprints, or DNA, claiming a judge has no du- jurisdiction over him. However, while his paperwork was being processed, he uh, decided to take the warrant, bring it into the bathroom with him, mm-hmm. and poop on it. Perfect. That's a good way to show him. He sure did. It shows him who's boss, you it, know? It sure did. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, now he's also being charged with, of course, violating all sorts of indecency things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's appearing in court where he's, of course, where, who do you think is going to represent him? I'm going to guess he represents himself. I I am so proud of you. Yes, he because, is representing you know, himself. That's the kind of person that's going to represent themselves, he, and, and adequately so. Who else can do it? He has picked the best lawyer in himself. Yeah. yeah. Making all the right decisions. Uh, so, yeah, jail records show that he uh, does remain behind bars right now in the mm-hmm. Broward County Main Jail. Excellent. Excellent. All right. From that, let's let's clean it up a little bit to yes, Space thanks. News. Hey, The Expanse is a wonderful series about space. Um, it's uh, You could not make it sound less interesting. It's set in a future where people have colonized Mars, but they sent, like, all of the scientists and very, very smart engineers there. So their military is... Very capable. It's probably surpassed Earth. However, Earth like, is still bigger. Every time you start talking, I feel Earth, like I'm falling asleep. Earth and Mars are about ready to go. They're on the brink of war. Like, they don't like each other. And then on top of that, like I said, you've got the belters, and then you have these other uh, groups that are trying, that, that are getting screwed over by both sides. They don't like either side. And then, I'm not going to lie, there's something mysterious going on. And they go around to the different moons, you know, where they've, you've got, like, farming moons on, like, Ganymede. And then Eros is uh, the mining colony. Greg, stop talking. Jesus. All right, well, other interesting space news. Well, a small white pouch marked lunar sample return, which a woman by the name of Nancy, uh, Nancy Lee Carlson bought two years ago for $995. Okay. Is expected to fetch as much as $4 million in an upcoming Sotheby's auction because it is sprinkled with moon dust. It's a motherfucking pack. Of moon dust. Where did she find this? She got it for $995. Uh, so let's see. She got it. Okay. What did she um, think it was when she was buying it? Uh, she uh, she is a Chicago-based attorney. She bought the pouch along with some other items in a kind of space memento grab bag uh, for $995. Who spends $995, though, on a space memento grab bag? I don't know. A rich lawyer from Chicago who likes space stuff? Like what? What were the other possibilities? Space is it going to be like a thing of tang, or are you going to get like a? All right, well let's let's find out a little like bit what, more about this deal? lunar sample return space bag. So uh, Neil Armstrong himself. Here's some freeze dried bag of ice cream. There you go, nine hundred ninety five dollars. Like whatever it is. It's like you're very you're money. very angry at her. I am I am angry I about it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, Neil Armstrong himself filled the bag with rocks from the lunar sea of tranquility during his historic trip to the moon in 1969. He turned the bag over to a Houston lab, which emptied it um, of the rocks and then lost track of it. It eventually turned up on a U.S. Marshals auction website. How do you lose track of a bag of lunar rocks? I don't know. And it was on a U.S. Marshals <laughs> auction website. So this is when Nancy Lee Carlson bought it for $995, then sent it to NASA for te- uh, for testing. NASA indeed claimed that the bag belonged to the agency and wouldn't return it until after a long court battle. Uh, Sotheby's describes the pouch as one of the, quote, most important space artifacts ever to appear at auction. So they are selling it on July 20th, if you'd like to spend $4 million on a bag of moon dust. Damn. Uh, so NASA is not happy about this, and they say that the bag should be on public display and not hidden away in some private collection. It should be in a museum! I know what you're going for right there. I'm just... Don't let you do that. I'm proud of myself. That was good. It belongs in a museum. Mm -hmm. 
The bag represents the culmination of a massive national effort in, uh, involving a generation of Americans, including the astronauts who risked their lives in an effort to accomplish the most significant act humankind has ever achieved. Well, if they ever really went there. Uh, the bag is expected oh, okay. to go for uh, sky-high price because NASA doesn't allow anyone to own any piece of the moon. But they have no control over this bag, so it's going for $4 million. I want a piece of the moon. Mm. All right, another Florida woman, a 36-year-old Florida woman who told police that she's God and angels bought her a house, was booked into jail after officers say she moved into the $1.3 million beachside mansion uh, after the homeowners were away. But no, 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 it's not a problem. Her angels bought it for her. Well, the woman also fought with the officer as she was taken into custody. The woman who, again, claimed to be God. Squatting in a beach house? No, not squatting. It was the, she's God and her angels bought her the $1.3 million beachside mansion. So Francesca Pacheco of Kissimmee was charged with burglary to a dwelling, grand theft auto, battery of a law enforcement officer, and resisting arrest with violence after a police officer encountered her last Thursday. So, violent. <laughs> so police say that the woman, later identified as Francesco Pacheco, waved down an officer. Now she told the officer someone stole her driver's license that she wanted to file a report. It was then, after she had alerted herself to, you know, she had alerted the police to her existence... So, of course, like, crazy has to draw other people to it. Of course. It's then that she started saying to the police officer that, yeah, her ID was stolen, but that she's God, and that the angels bought her a mansion and paid for her vehicle, a brand new $45,000 van. All right. Now, she said that um, the police chief said that the woman got into the oceanfront mansion several days before, making herself at home, using the van, which also did not belong to her, and greeting neighbors as she just hung out there. Police say that regular maintenance, such as lawn care and pool cleaning operations, continued even with the woman residing inside of the home. Uh, let's see. The officer learned the homeowners did not give her permission to enter the home. Uh, she fought the officer as he attempted to remove her from the house. She was taken to a hospital for an evaluation before being booked in county jail. No court dates have been set. So how long was it again, the total time? Uh, she was there for about three or four days. Man, that's pretty sweet vacation. That's pretty sweet living, right? Yeah. Beachside mansion. Yeah, you already have, people are still maintaining it, just hanging out. Yeah, just doing what you do. And she would have gotten away with it, too, if she hadn't have flagged down the police officer saying that someone stole her ID card. Yeah. That's the only reason that she it's a real bonehead drew attention there. to yourself. Amateur. Mm. You ever squatted in somebody's house? No, but I mean when I was a teenager. But you did? You squatted in somebody's house? Well, not squatted, but we used to go party you, in abandoned houses. You broke into people's houses? Yeah. No. <laughs> yes. Abandoned house meaning they're on vacation and you just broke no, into their no, house? No, no, not into their, not on vacation. I'm saying like if the house was empty, we'd go in it. Not with other people's things. Like maybe it was owned by somebody, but there weren't their things in it. It was like an empty house. You broke into houses? Uh, technically, we never broke into anything. Like the doors were unlocked. What did you do in them? I don't know, split a Boone's farm, like strawberry fields, and, and smoke stolen cigarettes. Wow. Yeah. Listen to, like, Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Real, real bad boys. Real bad mm. bad crew. Yeah, I was in this small town. I know that people bad have heard girls. of it before. It, uh, I think it's a little bigger now, but it's still kind of small. It was on Whidbey Island. It was uh, Coopville. It's a teeny town in, uh, on Whidbey Island called Coopville. Mm-hmm. And we had some friends that lived there uh, who went to that high school, which was very small, and they would know all these houses that were either under construction or empty. Mm-hmm. And we'd go there and hang out and listen to music. And Yepsie-daisy. All right. All right. Okay. Never in anybody's actual home that they're residing right. in, though. I would sure. never do that. I would never do that. Mm-hmm. All right. And finally, this so is my favorite exactly story of the day. Sh- Speaking of high school, say. what was one of my favorite things in high school, Greg, that I've talked about forever? Breaking into people's homes and squatting in it. Besides that. Drinking Boone's Farm and Snoop Dogg in people's houses you've, you've invaded when they're on vacation. No, and nobody's on vacation. Anyway, I love Titanic in high school, so I'm just going to go oh, ahead and there, okay. that. All right. Well, now, on a completely, I'm sure, not insane person... Is suing James Cameron because he says that he stole one of his stories to write the actual Leonardo DiCaprio character for the film Titanic. Wait, stole his story? Stole his story. So here, here's, like his personal story of 
All right. Drowning so on the Titanic? So, no, no, he's uh, he does not believe he drowned on the Titanic. Okay. Uh, okay, so James Cameron is being sued for $300 million. Oh, wow. Okay. By a Florida man who I mean, if you're going to do it, go for it. You just go balls to the wall. Who claims the Titanic director stole one of his stories to base Leonardo DiCaprio's character on in the movie. Now, this guy's name is Stephen Cummings. Now, he's said to be adamant that the role of Jack Dawson was taken from a nearly 30-year-old story that he had heard once before. So court documents Wait. appear to show the complaint. Uh, the complainant is arguing that Cameron got the idea from a conversation he overheard back in 1988. <laughs> Wait, so this isn't... From a conversation he overheard? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so James Cameron overheard a conversation? He's, this is, uh, so Stephen Cummings is claiming that uh, James Cameron got the idea from a conversation he overheard in 1998 about events that took place in Brevard County uh, when the former yacht master was talking to his friends. So not only is Cummings saying that the tragic case of Happy-Go-Lucky Dawson is based on his own story, so he's saying... I'm sorry, his his own story, like so he's saying, what happened to him? or I think that he's saying that the character of Jack Dawson... He created this story. ...based on him and his life. That James Cameron perhaps overheard when he was telling it in 1988. But again, how can it be based on his life? I, I asked you at the beginning if whether he thought he drowned on the Titanic. All right, so... Spoilers, sorry, everybody who hasn't okay. seen Titanic. My all right, bad. yes, yeah, yeah. My uh, bad. Yeah, he dies. Um, all right, so not only is Cummings saying that the tragic case of, uh, of Jack Dawson is based on his stories, but he claims that the story of how the ship sank was stolen from him, too. So this is what he says. He thinks that James Cameron took the idea from another story he told friends about two of his relatives that he said were on the Titanic. Oh, okay. In that tale, he says, uh, the wife survived and the husband drowned. Now, it's unlikely to be a unique story, given that, you know, almost 1,600 people died on April 15th, yep. 1912. Yep. Uh, as well as $300 million, because that's not enough for, you know, him accusing of James Cameron of maybe overhearing him at some point. Mm -hmm. He wants 1% of all the royalties from Titanic. So, uh, James Cameron's Titanic, which we created for $200 million, is the fourth most profitable movie of all time. With his box office profits uh, at a meager $2.5 billion. What's the most profitable? Movie? Yeah. What's number one? E.T.? I don't know. E.T. made a lot, I think, over the years. Star Wars? No, I don't think Star Wars is. Now I'm curious. What is the most profitable movie of all time? Let's do this in live, mm -hmm. real time. Avatar. Oh, so James Cameron, Cameron has two of them. Yeah. Damn. All right. That's some pretty good money. Oh, yeah. Number one, Avatar, $2.7 Number two, Titanic, $2.1 billion. Wow. Worldwide gross. Dang, man. Dang. Did I tell you I met somebody um, who actually came into Landmark uh, last week who, worked with, who said that he worked with James Cameron? Did you talk to him? Yeah. Yeah. Do you believe him? Uh, I talked to him about a lot of things. He said that he was a very nice guy. He, he was a very nice guy. Uh, no, I mean, the guy was very nice, but he also said oh, that, so James, that Cameron James Cameron was very nice. Yeah, it was one of those situations where I talked to this guy for a while, and he is a very nice guy. Uh, I don't know about James Cameron, but yeah, he said he works with James Cameron. He knows, like, a lot of people, and he just kept name-dropping all these things, but I kind of believe him. I don't see why he would lie, but it was so fantastical, like, some of the things... It was so The fantastic. people he knows... I'm just like, how do you know all of these, like, all of these people you know? It seemed a little bit weird. Like, he had a story for everybody. He's like, oh, yeah, mm. no, I knew that guy. And we did this, and then I went to his funeral. Yeah, and then talking about, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, either you're really good at bullshitting, and you're really good at it. No, because Or, he or was... you have just the, lived this amazing life, and you know all these people. Either way, he was a nice guy, so like I have no problem and with I'm, it. And but... I won't say anything like specific about him or about his name. Yeah. But he was. Remember when he was saying that uh, that he had sued, like sued James Cameron? No, he didn't say that. No, he did. No, because he said James Cameron told him to sue him because he got hurt. Oh, yeah, but you're okay. You're taking that out of. Uh... Let me finish my story. Yeah. So it, so he had hurt himself on it, and James he said that James Cameron was like, oh, just. Just file a lawsuit against me, and then we'll just get you covered so that you have... Yeah, you health know, insurance. So yeah. you have health insurance for it. Yeah. And that's what he said he did. So, I mean, who's to say? I, I don't know. 
All I know is that he uh, used to call Kate Winslet Kate Piglet, and that's really fucking rude. You read that somewhere, right? That's not what the guy said. No, I know. That's a, no, no, no. That's not what he said. But no, I've read that. Like Kate Winslet will never work with James Cameron again because all he would do was taunt her about how fat she was. Yeah, that's pretty mean. Yeah, he's a fucking dick. All right. Anyway, there you go, my friends. I too might have invented Titanic. That's your world of crazy. Crazy. All right. Uh, well, something I'm not inventing, Sarah, is the amazing savings that Next Adventure has. Oh, Next. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even filter that. I'm sorry. That was so bad. I knew it was bad. I just wanted to do it. I just wanted to do it. Oh, Oh my God. That was like the worst thing ever. Something that's not made up. Uh, No. (laughs) For real, though, I do do want to talk about our fine sponsors, Next Adventure. Next Adventure, um, they really are fantastic. Pretty much anything you need for outdoor needs. You know, like we said before, the weather's getting nicer here in Portland, so it's time to start gearing up for camping season. And uh, Next Adventure has everything you'd want. They have great deals. They have their main location right here in Portland on Stark and Grand. And then they also have the uh, Paddle Center, which is all of their like rafts, stand-up paddle boards, and not only do canoes, they have, okay, like and, anything. And it's not only for like athletic stuff. Do you know what they have? Do you know what they have? They have a pizza slice shaped raft there. For like forty bucks, and it's this a, is what you're figuring out of all the stuff they have. A pizza the cool, slice. It is the coolest looking. Raft? Raft. It's a giant raft that looks like a pizza slice. Okay. And I want it so badly, and it's available at the paddle store because I saw it. I'm like, oh, and I want that immediately. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. You can pick that up there and okay, go I'm to their sorry, website. Specifically, I liked something from the paddle store. You can go to their website, nextadventure.net. Shout out to Brock who posted to us on Twitter and Next Adventure after he stopped by and uh, picked up some picked up some stuff for camping. So thank you, Brock, for doing that. You can always tag us on Twitter at Funimp Radio um, and at Deacon Brian is Next Adventures. You can find it uh, right off of our website. But yeah. Um, tag us in those things and tag our sponsors in those things. It, uh, um, I just posted a well. picture of the pizza slice. You are thing. right. The pizza slice raft is incredible, uh-huh. and I take it back. I want one from Mexico. Yes. So that may be something I have to get. Oh, my All goodness. I right. uh, need to do a little bit of ball talk, though, All sir. All right. A little bit of ball Let's talk. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. Okay. Potpourri balls smattering. Little of this, little of that. Um, it's been a little while since I've done ball talk, so I do have a couple of things to update on. Sarah, do you know who Connor McGregor is? I know exactly who he is because one of my best lady friends, Kelsey, is a huge fan of his. Mm-hmm. And she's actually met him on the plane that she's taken pictures with him. Yes, twice, I believe, she's met him mm-hmm. because she goes back and forth to Ireland a lot. Uh, Connor McGregor is a UFC fighter, he's from Ireland. He's kind of like the main guy right now of UFC, he's the top name, like the top draw. Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. I don't even know if he's a champion anymore, but he's been multiple a champion multiple times. Well, something that started being speculating speculated about uh, probably over the last year was this. Conor McGregor started taking boxing lessons. And he started claiming in the media that he wanted to fight Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather, uh, I don't believe, has ever lost. He technically retired. But, you know, he'll always come back. Floyd Money Mayweather. He's kind of a piece of shit dude in real life. Very good boxer. Mm. And Floyd Money Mayweather has been saying that he would do it, but, like, the money would have to be a ton. So this is a pretty big deal Mm. of somebody leaving UFC to go box Floyd Mayweather. Floyd is also, I think, 39 or 40 years old. Maybe he's older than that, even. And you were saying he's the one that's problematic. So I'm trying to remember what he did. Was he? Uh, was believe he abusive? He, uh, yeah. Okay, that was the one. He's okay. a woman beating kind. That's okay. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, like woman beating. Yeah, sure. yeah. So, but he's still one of the greatest boxers of all time, regardless. And uh, I think his, in his last fight, he made like $100 million or something like that. Maybe it was more than that. Okay. Anyway, uh, and Conor McGregor is now saying that he wants to go box. And so, Conor McGregor has reached an agreement with Dana White of UFC. I mean, to make this thing happen, there's a lot of moving pieces to make somebody cross sports to do that, to have a a fight like that. Mm -hmm. And Conor McGregor has agreed to a deal with Dana White. Now, the other deal will have to be getting 
Floyd Mayweather on board, Floyd Mayweather would probably want a bigger cut, whatever it is. And okay. I'm guessing they would both walk away with like $100 million and, and, or more. Ah, oh, um, chump change. And they would, uh, they would actually box. Now, I think most likely, even though Floyd, Floyd Mayweather is old, he is a seasoned boxer. I'm going to guess he's going to win. Like the, uh, He'd be the odds-on favorite. But Conor McGregor is a lot younger. So maybe it would happen. But anyway, I will watch the fight if it happens. I, that's the bottom line. I'll, I'll pay for this fight. I mean, I'd I'll watch, watch it. it. I mean, it's one of those weird exhibitions that maybe it's over really quick. But it's just somebody from UFC going in and boxing one of the greatest boxers of all time. Yeah. I mean, I'd watch it. I guess I'd watch it. I don't I, really I like watching watch boxing, it. but... Yeah. Well, I will watch it. Anyway, there we go. So it's getting closer. We'll see what happens. Floyd Mayweather's, or yeah, Floyd Mayweather's going to need to have a lot of money, I think, in order to make it happen. Uh, moving on in boxing, or <laughs> boxing, <laughs> moving on in ball talk. Uh, the NBA playoffs suck. They're boring. The, so far, well, I guess there was one change in that. The Golden State Warriors have not lost. They've gone 12-0 and and are on their way to the NBA Finals. Sweeping the Blazers, the Jazz, and the Spurs. Mm-hmm. And the Cleveland Cavaliers almost have done that, but not quite. So they swept through the first two two rounds. They won the first two games against Boston in the Eastern Conference, Conference Finals. But they got caught slipping in Game 3. They lost to Boston. God, Greg, don't say that. Got caught slipping. And they got served. A loss. To Bakehead, the Boston slipping. Celtics. So the the Celtics uh, did win one game against the Cleveland Cavaliers. I expect Cleveland will win the next two and go on to the finals. The finals will be entertaining. I will watch them. I don't know which team I want to lose more, but regardless, uh, we're pretty much destined to get the Cleveland Cavaliers versus the uh, versus the Golden State Warriors. However, there's another playoffs series going on right now, Sarah. The NHL playoffs. Oh boy, the National Hockey League, where there is one team that is taking the nation's hearts by storm. Is it the Kings? No, the Kings are out a long time ago. I didn't oh, think okay. they made the playoffs. That's the only team the that I know. Because Kings aren't going to take the well, nation's my, hearts. I, I don't know. My sister's husband's obsessed with them. It's the only one. Like, I see them because he takes over the television. Yeah, no. We're not going off your brother-in-law's hockey team fandom. I was just asking. That was the one thing that I can contribute. I just That's the team I know. I am talking about... The Nashville Predators. Oh. The Nashville Predators, and here's why. They were a number eight seed out of eight teams going into the playoffs. They have somehow made their way all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals. So that's a pretty impressive thing. That would be like if the Trailblazers had made it to the NBA Finals. Like, that's that's the kind of obstacles. Maybe a little more parody in hockey, but still, to get to to the Finals. That's a big deal. Okay. You still don't understand anything I'm saying. Do you? No, I do. I mean, you said it's a big deal because they aren't like the best team. They were the number eight to the team. finals. Yeah, yeah. And so they got, so they got to the finals. Wait. Yeah. So they got to the finals. So Nashville Predators are there, and now they are gaining fans left and right. There's a lot of videos. That, apparently, their games are pretty fun. Uh, I love going to hockey games. I've only been to yeah. a couple of them, and both times I've had such a good time. Hockey is fun, which is why we need a team here in Portland. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, the Winterhawks are here, but no, I mean like an actual NHL team. Um, that would be awesome. So, and we need to get it before Seattle does. So, anyway, is it still a possibility? It's still a possibility. Uh, I've heard some more talks that Seattle might be the one getting them mm. before we do, which would suck. But we have the stadium. We do. We're we're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, however, the Nashville Predators, like I said, uh, really pretty. I, it sounds like probably most people are going to be rooting for the Nashville Predators for the rest of the playoffs. I mean, I don't have any stake in this. But just by how much publicity they're getting in a number eight seed, making it all the way to finals, that's pretty cool. I like the underdog. Yeah, it's, it's an underdog story. But with that, with underdogs and with sudden fandom outside of Nashville, what comes along with that, Sarah? Oh, my God. What comes along? Our team songs. I've got two different things here. What is happening over there? It is Nashville, so I think this is like a hardcore country song. New country. Ew. 
Okay, that oh was one my song. God. That was published just last week. However, that is not the only thing that is taking the nation by storm when it comes to the Nashville Predators. There is one other song, and it is this. It is a dance craze. Oh, no. That is, again, taking the world by storm. And it's a dance based on a song about, about the Predators. It's called Fangarang. And then it goes oh on like that for quite a while, and there's a kay. whole video of their dancing. Fangarang. I mean, I like the name. Fangarang? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fangarang. Fangarang. All right, there we go. Nashville Predators in the Stanley Cup Finals. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Well, so I was just looking in the chat, and uh, Travis, live listener in there, said that he used to listen to our show at two times the speed. Uh, I know a few people that do that because you can get through the podcasts faster. Uh, so do we sound like chipmunks or something? Yes. Uh, there's also... Wait, that's weird. I've never heard of that. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, especially on the iTunes app, you can you can do it. You can just put it at two times oh, okay. speed. Well, this that way you can get through it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, then you can get through podcasts a lot faster. They also have an option where you can listen slower and... Uh, I was talking to to one of our buddies the other day, and uh, to Andrew, and he was talking about how he listens to our show at half speed, and he said we sound really drunk, like everything's because we talk kind of fast anyway. But he's just like when you when you slow it down, you still it still sounds you know like you're having conversations. Everybody's just really stoned or really drunk. <laughs> so half you speed know, apparently cool. is one of the ways to do it. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so if we talk slow, will it seem like we're talking normal if if you at two times the speed? If you are listening at two times the speed, it will probably sound like we are speaking normal. You sound weird. <laughs> All right, and then we have to talk super fast, so it totally sounds like we're talking at a normal pace and everything's totally fine, and I'm just so happy that everyone's listening to us today. That was good. That was pretty good. I sounded yeah. like a chipmunk. Uh, well, I wouldn't I say sounded like a smurf. I wouldn't say a chipmunk. Like um, a Abby says, I miss the drinking shows. Yeah, we haven't had one of those in quite a while. I know. It's because of you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to work some. And we could have today, actually, because you don't have to work for but the first time. You're, wait, you're mad at me because I had to work today, but then I just, it just got called off because the power's out downtown. But this is... Yes, it's all your fault. Anger. Is somebody a little hot over there? I'm a little warm. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, well, we need to plan a day then. Oh, okay. We'll work on. Well, it. I know, but we need to work with your schedule then. Mr. Okay. Dizzy. You, gosh. So we need to cool down. <laughs> all right. Hey, I want to say thank you, everybody, for tuning into Fun Employment Radio. You're all fantastic people. We really, really, really appreciate it. Um, send us an email. FunEmploymentRadio at gmail.com. Do Give it. us a call 503-575-9120. Thank you so much for all of your support. Ooh. If you do, if you want to be a live subscriber, we do put things in the archives, exclusive material. Uh, we do have the live chat. You can always go back and read through the chat. So say you're listening to the show later on today, you can't catch it live. Go back through and scroll up on the chat. You can do uh, listen there. That's all for subscribers. FunEmploymentRadio.com slash subscribe, $6.99 a month. The first week is free. Heck yeah. If you subscribe for a year, you get to come here in studio and watch a live show. That's one of the perks of that. So it's all great things and great ways to support us, and we do appreciate it. Also, if you want to get a hoodie, Fun Employment Radio hoodie, time is running out. Time is of the essence. Go to funemploymentradio.com slash store and get your order in. One week from tomorrow is the final day to pre-order your hoodie. Yes, indeed. 
And, and then the, they're gone forever. Gone forever. And the last thing I want to say is, vote for Fun Employment Radio for best podcast oh, yes. in Portland, please. Uh, if you if you so if you would so choose to do, uh, we've got a link directly from our website, funemploymentradio.com. You can see Willamette Week's poll for best of Portland. Um, that'll take you directly to our section, which I think is entertainment or something or, like that. Media, uh, and, media and entertainment personalities. Media personalities. Mm-hmm. We're under media personalities. Uh, vote for Fun Employment Radio for best podcast. That would be awesome. awesome. It just costs you. You just put in your email address. It just takes just a couple of seconds. And if you could do that, that would be really cool. That would be awesome. We would appreciate that. And oh, I think boy. that's about it. That's all my pitches. That's about all she wrote. It's my pitches. Ooh, Where ooh, my pitches at? Ooh. Don't. Oh. No. Cleveland Cavaliers got served, sir. Caught slipping. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with Adam Posse right here on Fun Employment Radio. Awesome. Deco. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.